Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We're so happy to have you here today with us. And Jenny, today we're going to talk about, I guess, the four-day work week or, you know, reduced hours working in the workplace. Yep. Um, Is this the future of work? Well, I think it's something that a lot of people are hoping to move towards. It was very interesting to hear in the news about the UK initiative that's just been launched. Maybe you can share a bit more about that because here in Australia, we're not quite as forward thinking and active as you are in the UK. (laughs) But I did see that there's an initiative that's it for six months with 70 different companies or something. Tell, Tell us more. What's happening here? Yeah. So, and it's so funny that you guys haven't caught on over in Australia because no. it actually initiated in new, but it, it it's from New Zealand. So the four day week global movement was founded in New Zealand and by New Zealand companies. And then there's um, the, one of the ladies um, who's part of it um, also has time in the UK. And so that's how it's taken off over here. Um, so maybe it's a bit closer to home. You, you need to do a bit more knocking perhaps. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You think so? Yeah. So I think so. The four day work week, uh, I came across it a couple of years ago, and I think it's brilliant. And 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 uh, last year, actually, for the global summit on happiness at work, I did a lot of um, interviews on um, flexible working, reduced hours working, four day work week. So it was really interesting to really dive into that. Yeah. Um, because I have always, um, not always, but for a large majority, I guess, of my work life done part-time work because it was returned from having children. And then I chose to return part-time. And so something I guess I had felt and experienced, but didn't know was that, you know, when you're working fewer hours, you're still really productive. Um, so I guess the, the founding of the, the idea of the four day work week, which is the trial that's going on in the UK is, um, 80% 80% of the hours, so four days instead of mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. for 100% of your salary um, and 100% of the same output. Yeah. So it's this idea that actually we work as many hours as we are given. Yeah. And so actually by reducing our work week, I think my understanding is somewhere around 30 to 32 hours is about the the better the better number that more than that, we're actually not any more productive. We just fill more time. That's right. Um, and as obviously we've talked about before with overwork and things like that, mm-hmm. um, if you work more than about 50 hours a week, you're actually less productive. Yeah, less productive. And you're also more likely to shorten your life, which is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> it's not a good thing there's more yeah. to do in our life than just work. And you don't want to shorten it at the same time. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting and it'd be very interesting to what the results are of this 
experiment, yeah. if you like, um, because yeah. obviously it's going to be measured and they're going to be looking at the productivity, yeah. what people think about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. what I did like is where somebody sort of changed the concept around a little bit and said, instead of considering it as a four-day working week, which still sounds like a lot like work, it's having mm. a three-day weekend. And I thought, <laughs> love it. Now, now you've got me interested. A three now I'm here. Weekend, yeah. I'm into yeah. that one every time. And and I think we do have to be a little bit careful with the um, four day working week for a number of reasons. Mm. And while I think we know from the studies that we've looked at and read about that show that. Um, restricting work hours actually helps to boost productivity because you're working to a finite amount of time and you're not being given that luxury, wrong word, but, you know, where you can fill that void with more work over a longer period of time or take it home on the weekends and do it. But I think the the issue is that it's not going to work for everybody. And I think it very much Mm. depends on the industry you're in, the type of work that you do, and a little bit on your Mm. personality as well. For me, the thought of having a three-day weekend is like, oh, yes, and I will work my socks (laughs) off to get everything done I can in that four days. But I do know that when I was working as a GP, I tried a four-day working week, and it failed miserably. And that was because, uh, and I know a lot of health practitioners do work sort of part-time and flexi hours and all the rest of it. Because I was the business owner, because I was um, supposedly full-time, taking that day off to, to catch up on things, to do everything that I hadn't had time to do the rest of the time, basically made me feel terrible because I felt enormously pressured and guilty that I Mm -hmm. wasn't at work Um, and Mm -hmm. I was letting my clients down because, you know, they wanted to be able to access me if they weren't feeling well. And, you know, what's Dr. Brock is doing? Taking a day off a week, you know, call yourself a doctor. (laughs) And it's it's a mixture (laughs) of, um, you know, self-awareness, self-perception, but also um, the type of work you do. So for me, it didn't work. Um, what happened was it just increased my stress and actually yeah. meant I worked far longer on the four days that I was in the surgery. So I did it for a short period of time and thought, this is nonsense, and went back to my five days as per usual. I'm so glad you shared that <laughs> because I think – I think, so I want to come back on that because Mm -hmm. I also heard that from Henry's company, our friend Henry Stewart from Happy Limited in London. They did a trial in August and it worked for some people, really didn't work for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And in my uh, my interviews that I was doing last year, I got really clear on why a lot of the time it doesn't work. Ah. And a lot of that is about, if you have had a listen to our um, episode on prioritization, and not just individual, not, not on a personal level, but on a organ. So there's a lot of preparation that needs to go in. Mm. Right. Um, and if we don't think about it's a, it's changing the way we work. Absolutely. Right? So we're taking the idea of our industrial notion of nine to five and everyone's in, uh, in a space for a certain period of time. So it's really about 
And it's probably uh, similar to our hybrid remote working stuff, which is we kind of need to throw out the rule book, come back in again and start how can we make this work? Yes. So Toyota in Gothenburg actually did this in 2013. So it's not a new concept. That long ago. Yeah. Gosh. That long ago. And uh, there's a really great, um, uh, if you Google Toyota Gothenburg four-day work week, you can Mm -hmm. see a talk on it from the Woohoo conference, I think it was. And they said they had, the, the, the gentleman showed a slide about uh, the things that didn't go so well, and it was blank. Really? Oh, yeah. So, but so we, I think again, we need to just change our concept. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the work week will go from five days nine to five to four days nine to five, right? You might be changing this up. So Toyota Gothenburg, what they did, so they were obviously a Toyota dealership. They reduced it to 30 hours a week. And this is why the four-day work week is kind of, it's catchy and people listen to it, but it is a bit of a misnomer. And actually what we want to be talking about is reducing the hours we work, right? So what Toyota ended up doing was they put their people onto a four-day work week, each of them, but they then also created two shifts in a single day. So their business hours of operation were actually longer. Um, And they ended up hiring more people, I believe, because then they had these two shifts of, I think it was six hours a day overlapping, and they still Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What they were able to do then was, obviously they had a spread over the hours they work. So they could extend their operational working hours, which means they could see more clients. People could book in at better times for them before or after work. They had all sorts of benefits, things like reduced commuting because they weren't working a typical nine to five. Their staff were coming in pre-commute time, post-commute time. Right. And so this is a this is also an organization where you physically needed to be it because you're working on someone's car. So you can't it's not a yep. work from home yep. scenario. <laughs> um, so we kind of need to break what we were doing. And I think, Jenny, one of the things was you may have gone four days a week yourself, but perhaps your organization didn't go forward with the reduced hours mentality. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so of, I think you're right. If that's what you're going to do, it doesn't work so well. You, we have to be really thoughtful and intentional. But again, I think we, sh- you know, you need to kind of break the world of work where you are, and then start to think about what are you doing. Getting really clear, not for you, but in a business, getting really clear about what's the work you're doing. So yeah. that kind of ruthless prioritization is really critical if you're going to be working at a four-day work week. Yeah. And I think you have to really ask the question: Why does mm. organization want to go to a four-day working week or reduced working hours? Yeah. And I think that that has to be looked at by everybody in the organization. Absolutely. Whether you're, you know, the leadership, whether you're the middle management, whether you're mm-hmm. people in the trenches, mm-hmm. everybody needs to understand why this is being proposed. Absolutely. What's in it for us? And to, yep. like you say, really think carefully about what this would look like mm. and how it's going to impact you individually, your team, and obviously the organization as a whole. Because with many of us as working parents, the other thing that is always has to be considered, it is childcare, school. Absolutely. Holidays, all this sort of stuff. And 
it's it's not as simple as oh well let's we're not going to work on Fridays anymore we're not going to work on Mondays anymore exactly <laughs> it's going to need a little bit more finesse and I love the exactly. example you've shared with um, the Toyota Gothenburg that's a fabulous sounding study I should be going to look that one up yeah yeah it's brilliant what what we will be seeing over the next little while is that other companies will start to experiment for themselves and hopefully they will take the time to consider what's right for them, look at what other people are doing. And then as this flex work sort of sorts itself out, we are redefining work as a thing. Um, And I think it will be very interesting to see where it all ends up. And I don't think there's going to be one solution fits all. I mean, there won't be. No. And there isn't. And I think that's why, that's why I, I used to talk about the four day work week, but I actually prefer the reduced hours working. Yes. Theme. Yes. Because actually yes. when I, so like I said, back to my days when I was working part-time, yep. one of my part-time roles was as a, was as a PA for ah, a bunch of scientists. Right. And that was three days a week. Yep. Yep. So I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really nice. I got a three days a week and then I had a four day week, weekend. Lovely. But actually it didn't work for that job because if you have a PA yes. and they're helping you, yes. but they're only helping you three days a week, you then don't hand them jobs no. and they're not speed. So actually for me personally, it was better for me to actually do shorter hours over the five days, as you said, you know, yes. so it's both about, I also had children in school. So actually finishing at lunchtime meant I could go pick up my daughter and then get into home in time to get my son from school. So that actually yes. for me worked a lot better, yeah. um, both personally and professionally. Right. So it's, and again, when we're talking flexible work and we're talking those things, it has to be good for the person, but also good for the company. And you need yeah. So I, I think these six-month trials, what I hope we will see, and I know that the company who is supporting them, the, the four-day work week global movement, will be helping them to, this is about test trial, does it work, doesn't it work, yes. change it, right? Yes. It's not, again, like you said, it's not going, we're not going to work on a Friday. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, there are things that you have to build in. So if you have a company that that like you needs to be open five, six, seven days a week. Mm. You can't just go, oh, right. Well, Jenny's work isn't going to get done on a Friday because then Jenny actually has to do five days in four days. And that's not what we're talking about. We want the output to be 100%, but the hours or the time should be at that 80%. So again, being Mm. really um, thoughtful, careful about how that works and Again, we just have to un, unattach ourselves from the way we think work should be done. <laughs> that's right. There's lots of things that we'll need to do yeah. um, and lots of things that we need to break, which I think is fantastic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really, really important to be, it's all in balance, right? And all in working. I think the important thing too, and it's something that you highlighted at the beginning, is that you're reducing the um, working hours in total, but you're not yeah. reducing the pay and you are yes. anticipating the same amount of productivity. And I think that's really important because A, people don't want to feel they're being shortchanged. Oh, you're only doing four days a week. Therefore, um, you know, you're not going to get all the little other things that you normally got, or you're not going to be paid for the five mm. week, five days. No, that's not it. Um, because if you're being yeah. as productive as when you did five days, you jolly well do 
earn the same amount of money. Um, and the other thing I think we need to be conscious of is the fact that, and I'm going to lead you into this, um, is that as women, we have more than one job. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, the mental load that women carry compared to our, our male partners, if we have a male partner, yeah. um, is different. And that's not saying it's right or wrong. It's just the way it tends to be. And I think the risk is that moving towards a four-day working week can seem very attractive, but what happens yeah. is that women are sometimes taken advantage of um, mm-hmm. and not always paid their, their dues because, well, you know, yeah. um, organisations sometimes think they can get away with it. Did I just say that? Well, this is, you, you've absolutely hit hit my nail on the head, which we, we spoke about earlier. So thank you for priming me for that. So it's a big question that I want to talk about on this is that as a woman who came back uh, or worked a large majority of my probably, you know, 30%, 40% of my career part-time because I had children and especially in my most senior uh, role, I was, I did three days a week. I did four days a week and I was still very productive. And in fact, uh, ended up doing much larger roles in that part-time than I had done prior to my maternity leave. And so two things come up for me. One is if you're moving to a reduced hours working week, Mm. are Mm. you going back to your women who are part-time and acknowledging that they have probably been doing more product, more productivity. And are you going to up their salary? One, yes, you should. Two, about the back pay on that one. Interesting conversation that people will need to have, yep. but an acknowledgement of that. So in the book Shorter with um, Alex Sujung Kim Peng, um, he spoke about one of the reasons the four-day work week, uh, one of the companies who tried it out, they had been looking at women who were part-time and noticing that they were as efficient as their full-time counterparts. Um, and this is not to say that men are not there, but women have not. historically been the people who have, who have come back uh, as part-time or timers. Right. Um, but I can guarantee that I was as productive and potentially even more productive than some of my full-time counterparts. Um, so that's a thing that actually irks me in this. And not that I don't think we should do it, But I actually think, yeah, there are a lot of people, most of whom are women, who have been doing reduced hours, 80 or 60 percent with 100 percent productivity and only getting paid. And this is again, this is linking our pay to the hours we work. So we were only getting paid and I definitely was for the hour, the hours Mm. I worked, Mm. not for the output. Yeah. And this is something I've also seen in those Mm. who are job sharing. Oh, yes. Where, okay, yes, you can job share. Of course you can job share. That's absolutely fine. Basically, you get two for the price of one almost because, um, you know, the hours are divvied up supposedly. But you and I both know that those two people are probably doing far more 
than what yeah. you're the, probably getting triple productivity. I would guess, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Because it's just like, like you know, and when it, so you can you if you put that into context of well, how do you think that? So Menlo mm-hmm. Innovations, they have they co-code, right? So two two coders, one computer, and. Uh, if you just take extrapolate that and kind of paste it over the job share, they found that their, uh, I think it was release time, went down by 50% because they were catching errors so much quicker. So we know that collaborative working does this. So yes. such a great point, Jenny. Yes. Such a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, I was speaking to someone in Europe, actually, who said, because when we think about flexible working, right, you know, and that's what this this movement is about, yes. the overarching flexible working Job share is like the easiest way that we can um, uh, lower the barrier to letting uh, women and minorities into more senior roles. Yes. And especially kind of those people, right? Yes. Um, And so I was talking to a colleague in Europe and she said, you know, the EU should fund, if you fund that one extra day, right? So job share, if you had, I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Jenny, you work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you actually get six days of work right so how do you how do you make that something so if we know we have good productivity and all these other kinds of things with reduced hours working plus plus collaborative working if there was funding for that 20 percent, so that one extra day that you're technically paying for that role uh, imagine how that might shift right supporting people into uh, and I was like oh I like that idea <laughs> It's it's a fabulous concept, and I and I think you're right. It is it provides yeah. an opportunity that otherwise might not be available to to mm. those women mm. and people in different uh, minority groups who would otherwise not be um, noticed yeah. or put forward yeah. for these type of positions. And you know, if they've got the skill set or feel they were able to give, right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It, it lifts them yeah. up, which means that it lifts everybody else up. And I think that's what's you know beautiful about the whole thing. Yeah. So then I guess, you know, quest, question into the ether is, okay, well, if you're job sharing and those people are working three days a week and what you're getting is triple the productivity, are you paying them for the three days <laughs> or are you paying the output, right? So then we start to have, but I, I really, I'm very intrigued to see how pay and rewards changes. Yep. I'd love, I'd love it to do that. Now, obviously paying four hours worked is an easier concept. It's a traditional concept. And, but I think it's, it's, it's also outmoded. I think it's time to look at the value that we give to the workplace and that the workplace Mm. provides us too, because there was a, a very interesting report, which indicated that currently people value their their health emotional physical and social well-being more than yeah. pay so while yeah. it's really important that we consider that you know fair's fair we do have a transaction yeah. going on here the biggest plus for reduced work hours for the same pay mm. is you're enhancing the individual and the organizational health of the company too because when you're less stressed and you know that you're doing good work and you're feeling great about it it just works it's all about making work work better isn't it (laughs) (laughs) 
I, the, I have nothing left to say, Jenny. That is exactly what we're aiming for, isn't it? That's right. Make, that's right. Um, and it's it's so interesting, isn't it? Because actually, if we go back to that metaphor of like breaking how we think about work, hmm. um, there's all sorts of things we can try that allows for a better. We've talked about rhythms. We've talked about rituals. You know, all imagine how much better work could work yes. um, and imagine what could happen if you didn't have to think about the constraints potentially, you know, sometimes I find myself, my children might go on the weekend to a, a like a birthday party or go for a sleepover or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a really spacious place for me to get some work done. Um, and <laughs> really, because actually it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I have mental space. I have yes. time. Oh, do you know what you mean? I didn't plan it. I've not got something before and something after. And so, you know, if we're able to pick up and put down, and again, depending on the work that we're doing, if you're in a Toyota Gothenburg, it may just be about the hours that you're working and how you get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's, yeah, play around with it. Yes. You know, yes. you play around with people's better working times. You, you know, we know this, we had those people who are, you know, like myself and they wake up really early and that's their best time. I think, you know, between five and 10 o'clock in the morning is my best time. Some people actually, they're not really turning on until five o'clock at night. You know, <laughs> that's when they get their best work done five till two. <laughs> um, and so balancing the needs of the organization, which is, you know, it's not just about people, right. But balancing those needs with the organization, with the needs of the individuals is, I guess, what this is really about, right. As you said, what are we trying to achieve? And then what are these new ways that we can achieve those things? Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be really good to hear what other yeah. people are doing around the place. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Who here is already trialing a four-day work week? Maybe you've been doing it for a while. Maybe it's something that you wouldn't consider or touch with a barge pole. We'd love to hear <laughs> your thoughts, your yeah. experiences. Yeah. Um, because we're all different and and work can be a, a very different thing for, for each one of us. So please share your, your stories and your thoughts. We always love to hear from you. And I think this is probably a good time to, to finish this session today. I think, although I think we could I think it's for a while longer. <laughs> <laughs> we always could, but that is yes. potentially just our personal preference for talking to each other. <laughs> too yes thank you very much for joining us today i hope it's provided you with some food for thought and we look forward to having you again on another session where we are in conversation about how to thrive at work we'll see you then bye for now bye thanks so much for tuning into this episode of thriving with sarah and jenny We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do.